Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Mike Shope. Last night at 12.30 in the morning, I ate a can of mushrooms. <laughs> I did. Pieces and stems, if you're wondering. As opposed to buttons, it was pieces and stems, which will be my next year's fantasy football team name. Pieces and stems. Pieces and stems. <laughs> and the Bulldog. I should be ashamed to admit this publicly, but whatever. How long have we been doing this? I'm a junkie. I can't be trusted. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Not quite the same thing, but one of my more recent conversations with Bulldog, he, uh, I don't know, he might have had a good reason. Probably he didn't, but he brought back up just to tweak me, I think, uh, that I once in a draft picked Junior Mints in our candy draft many years ago. I, I have a general idea when that one was. Most of those drafts like were all at the same time uh, in my brain, but that one is a little bit easier because my niece was in it, and she was like in middle school at the time, and now she's like in college. So I can kind of place that. Doesn't matter. Junior Mints, he's got a problem. You know, whatever. It's food. It's taste. He has terrible taste in a lot of, you know, in a lot in a lot of foods in this area. I think. And so he's like, second-class candy. And I did go and name, because I am the type to have fantasy drafts running all the time, uh, I did go ahead and name a team second-class candy as a tribute. I think I'm going to do that this year, just whatever the phrase of the moment is, which could get very confusing. uh, That's the plan. And since Bulldog is not here this week, I feel like we should spend the whole week on this, just how you name your fantasy teams. Okay, maybe not. It's going to be, thank you for listening. This is Mike Shope. Glad to be back. Bulldog is away. It's going to be, I think, a very interesting week. There's a lot that could or should happen this week. We'll get to the Sabres very soon. Um, The Combine is this week. The NFL Combine is this week. Zach scared me for a minute. This More and more often when I take a break from work, I don't want to really call this a vacation that I just did. I, I feel like when you take a vacation they ask you if you feel refreshed, and I do not. <laughs> I drove with my son. My son and I drove to Northern Virginia to watch the Premier Lacrosse League Championship Series, it's called. We went to nine games, including the days of our driving, Wednesday on the front end, and then yesterday we were at lacrosse games, and then you know the, we were going to games the same day as our, as our travel. So there was nothing really refreshing or relaxing about it. I loved it, and I want to talk about this tournament a little bit today at some point. I know you didn't tune in for that, though, so I don't want to do it right yet. But often when I take a break from work, it's kind of like taking a break from sports. I guess not lacrosse in this case, but like I'm really not paying close attention. Today I was like, did Patrick Kane get traded or didn't he? I heard both. So sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm going to miss something. But when he said in the update that Sal's State of the Bills series has started, and as usual it starts with the quarterbacks, I'm like, oh, no. Did I, did I miss a trade? Did I miss some sort of news on this? Turns out I don't think I did. 
it's just kind of that that's how Sal starts it. And it's pretty cut and dried, you know, not to steal Thal's, Sal's thunder. That wouldn't be Thal's thunder, would it? Stealing Sal's thunder. It's uh, it's Allen, and it's Barkley, and then Keenum is a UFA. I think that's a little bit interesting, actually, what they do there. Sal made a point in the article. I read it in this panic. Who did the Bills get that I for, didn't hear about? Because that wouldn't be necessarily in, in your face when you're in Virginia. Like, they might not, you might not hear about it. Not that it's you know, the Middle East or something either, but I might have missed something. He's talking about maybe the Bills get getting someone younger, and, you know, that's interesting to me. Maybe they're at that point where, you know, like the New England started to do with Brady as he got well into his career, just have somebody else, I don't know. I, I think it's probably not a huge deal, but we'll talk to Sal later about that uh, as well. This, <laughs> I'm not feeling refreshed, not that you care, but... One part, I'm partly to blame for that because I can, maybe you can relate. I feel like I'm just intellectually inept in this, in this, well, not, this is not the only area, but in this one area for sure. Like I, I love to drive and take long drives. I I just love to listen to different shows or podcasts and just kind of like, it's a very relaxing sort of the opposite for my wife and for many people. I find driving long distances to be relaxing, and I I don't mind it at all. I like it. But I I cannot ever seem to resist the option that your phone gives you to go a different way that's seven minutes shorter over seven hours. And I know not to drive through the forest. I know... (laughs) I know not to go 219. No offense to anybody that's running a diner in Bradford, PA, or places that, you know, need the traffic, the through traffic on the 219 down, especially when you get like down past Ellicottville. But, ugh, what is my problem? I We go down, go. it's like a very interesting, to say to DC, a lot of you have done it. It's a very interesting route because you do have a few options that are all the same. Or about the same, like within maybe a half an hour of each other, you can go straight down to 19. You can go to Batavia and get off and wind your way through that way, through York, and then eventually to 390, I guess, right? And then over and down a little, you know, sort of like, like a staircase route. You can go all the way to like Syracuse, I guess, 81, and then go down. That's a little longer. Anyway, there's, and then as you go through Pennsylvania, there's all these other options that you have. And I don't know, like, I I don't want to just settle for blaming the phone, but whether it's shorter or not, it never feels shorter. I'm not a feels guy, so I have to, like, measure it. Whatever it measures at is what's right. But, oh, like, it's so much more stressful. It it got, you know, late last night, it gets dark, and these these turns and everything. I'm getting older, too. Like, no place to stop, really, in, in a lot of that drive. Like, why do I... I just knew it at the moment I clicked over. I'm on, I never know if it's 70 or 80, but I'm one of these cutting across, like either in Maryland or just into Pennsylvania. And it says, all right, well, we found a route. The the woman's voice is so peppy. Like, we found a route that's nine minutes faster. And I just can never resist. What am I going to do with those nine minutes? Like, why? Just go spend the nine minutes and... Drive the route you know that's more well-lit. I mean, it's so dark in some of those sections, too. It's just better in so many different ways. My son, he's, like, got a cramp in his leg. I'm winding through the mountains. Like, I can't pull over here. Figures this would happen right at the moment that we're in this section. And that, that section's like an hour or longer. So I have to learn I have to learn how to do that. Um, all right. Well, I just wanted to – I guess I felt some need to cram that in. The Combine this week, let's do a little bit of that. I, with Bulldog all the time, and I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, this is not clickbait or anything like that, mostly. Uh, anything like that. You can't deny that there is some, it's like built into me now. I'm, it's how I'm wired now. It's 20 years plus of this. You know, you do want to think about, is your audience going to be interested? So, you know, don't blame me for that. I, I might be wrong, but don't please don't blame me for that. The, the combine, so combine, then the draft. And for those people, fans and, you know, certain just 
content creators who are just super into it, fans who are just consuming. They want to know everybody's 40 time and all this. It's a it's a fun week. You know, some guys are going to sit it out, and that's you know one thing to discuss. But it's a fun week. Like if you are thinking wide receiver for the Bills, you know this is an interesting week to see what the top guys run, or first of all, if they run, and try to figure out what kind of, as we go into the more the, the meat of the draft season, if you will, what it's going to take to get one of these players, or maybe better put, what can the Bills expect to have as an option or as their options when it comes to be their turn in the first round, 27. The Bills have traded up plenty, and they may do that Again, but, you know, if you just sort of look at it, what does it mean? Where, where, where are we going to land here in a week on Jackson Smith and Jigba of Ohio State, Jordan Addison of USC, Quentin Johnston, TCU, Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee, Josh Downs, North Carolina, Zay Flowers, BC? Yes, Zach confirms. And maybe even one or two other guys. I mean, there are lots of different candidates here. So that's... It's a good week for that, and Sal and I will talk a lot this week about you know some of these guys and what might be the best fit for the Bills. I mean, speed is the number one thing, um, in my opinion. And if it's a slot receiver, that's fine, too. I don't think the Bills have to move on at all from Gabriel Davis. I don't think they have to be thinking that way at all going into 2023. I think he's a starter uh, on the team. He, you might have wanted more from him in you know the previous season. You got what you got. But I don't think the Bills have a problem or anything with Davis. What they need, in my opinion, is someone else to be on the field in 11 personnel. One running back, one tight end, three receivers. I want to be in that grouping most of the time. And the Bills really failed last year at slot receiver. They really failed. Like The, the one excuse you can make for them that's fair, I think, is Jamison Crowder getting injured and that you know you you can't blame the bills for that but Crowder was not somebody if 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 I if I may like he's not somebody that was so outstanding in the first place that you know could would he could he have made a difference yes uh, a major difference I don't know I just do not want to settle for you know everything's fine they just didn't get Jamison Crowder on the field that just seems like a stretch they before Crowder got hurt, leaned into Isaiah McKenzie. It seemed everybody said it like the it was like the number one story of training camp. I think last year was that Isaiah McKenzie was going to be the man for that position with Beasley gone. That did not happen, and that's not because Jamison Crowder. I mean, if he didn't even stay healthy, it's because McKenzie was really not built for that, and so. What did they do with their offense? It wasn't a team a year ago that really needed a lot. They they played some cards on the offensive line, and that you know didn't go great. Went okay, maybe with what they did there, um, and a little bit in the draft too with with Spencer Brown. But in terms of the offense, the big get was James Cook. That was the big, the biggest get. It wasn't massive. It's late second round, and he's a part-time running back. But that was like the best. That was the most they did, unless you want Crowder. But I think I would put Cook first for like what the bill, the Bills move or moves on offense last year was that. And I mean, it's a running back who's not going to start now. A, a slot receiver. I think, and I've said it a hundred times, so this is not revisionist history. It doesn't mean I have to be right, but just more impact to the offense, more of the kind of plays that win you games down the field, you know, complementing with Diggs and with Davis, some and even with Knox, somebody who can expand your offense in a way that a running back is almost literally incapable of doing. Any running back. Any running back. I mean, this is Studies show five out of five dentists. Like we know this. This is not people will debate it. There's they shouldn't. It's over. <laughs> we know this about the value of different positions in the league. And the Bills have been late. And they could have won it, but they didn't. So you can talk like this. I mean, they've been late to 
this one more guy. They need somebody now. It's not going to be enough to go back to Cole Beasley again, or even, I think, McKenzie. I think McKenzie could be a cut. I mean, with the money he makes, the Bills have to make some changes here. To me, like McKenzie, they, you know, return-wise, you can do a lot of different things for less, and they didn't rely on him really anyway in that role. So this is a key situation. Will it be the first round? I guess just generally I hope so, but it depends on what happens in the draft. Last year's a year where I wanted a wide receiver too. Excuse me, a wide receiver also in the first round of the draft, but I don't or never did blame the Bills for not picking one because six guys went in front of them. And this will be... You're gonna if you listen to the show all the time, the station all the time, you're gonna hear who knows how many, several at least draft guests on the station in the next two months. Like the draft is might even be exactly two months from today. And so wide receiver and what you should expect in round one will be a question almost maybe in every literally every conversation we have. Like what will this look like? How will this all take shape? How many guys belong? in the first round, and then you know, have to also consider everybody's needs. And so that's a that's a big one this year. The whole thing is a is bigger this year for the Bills in the draft. Like, it's more important. Last year's draft, you needed a corner. We can talk about wide receiver, or I guess running back, or offensive line, these different things, but you had a pretty much a ready-made team. And this year it's gonna be it's gonna be different. Almost almost definitely. It's not definite yet. If if Poyer and Edmonds and you know some of your free agents want to play for less money, like a less desire on a less desirable contract, you know most of them, then we could have the same team. But we're not going to have the same team. So there'll be more to do. A guest might have been the last day I was here Tuesday with Brett Coleman, talking about like a lot of a lot of our discussions have been wide receiver, offensive line, wide receiver, and he's like, I don't know. I mean, they're going to have holes on defense. It's how they got beat. Really, offense is also how they got beat in the playoffs. I mean, they scored 10 points that day, and that's always been more of my focus and my sort of thinking for the Bills. But it won't be the only option, and the draft might not fall right. So you've got that. You've got receiver. The the most, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really saying this. Like I was going to say the most interesting position in the draft. I, I don't think that's exactly right. But especially compared with other years, even most other years, tight end is really good. Tight end is really good. And I it feels like the Bills are just not in that game because of the Knox contract. Knox was signed last summer. That's all done. Like, he's locked in here. And, okay, I didn't want that. Nothing against the guy. He's a good athlete, you know, but I was never for that. In fact... The reason why I was always saying I don't expect them to do that, sign Knox, is I realized thinking about this earlier, just because I wanted to give them credit. So it sort of like suited how I felt about it. Like, oh, they won't, they should know better than to extend Knox. Like, they really don't use him like somebody that should get that extension. And, you know, I'm speaking obviously in generalities here about his money. Like, I'm not getting into the details, at least right now where he ranks in the league at his position and, and all of this. It's not like it was an insane contract. The Browns and Njoku, like when the Browns signed David Njoku last offseason, he got big money, and everybody was kind of floored by that. They had another guy there, Harrison Bryant. They might have had, who was it, Hooper? They might have had someone else around then too. And like, really, that that's what's happening here? Well, if you do that, you better feed him. In Joku, in Cleveland's case, and that that did okay. Like he he ended up with a year that sort of wouldn't make you mad about the contract. You know, it was it was for the most part commensurate with what the investment was in the player. I don't know. Like Knox's production with the Bills has been touchdowns. Nothing against touchdowns. Touchdowns are good. You don't need an extra running back if if your tight end is there for your touchdowns or Josh Allen running. Or all the other Davis so good in the red zone, you know. Overall, in his career, it just—I I don't want to conflate this. I never was really on board with the Knox contract idea. I think it was, I would say, maybe seventy thirty considered a popular move. 
Uh, not everybody loved it, but I think maybe most people liked the idea. And so, fine, you know, he's not old or anything. Like, you probably have the same guy that you've had there. And we'll see if the Bills end up, we won't know until the season, make him what they have never done yet in terms of targets and route participation a more important part of their team. Like, that has not happened yet. There's some reason why that has not happened. They did not have, they were not in a great place last year at wide receiver, and this didn't happen. He came on a little bit. There were moments, but... You, you hope, I hope you hear me here. Like, it has to be above that. And so I think we're just kind of there when it comes to, to this situation. He's there. We know what he is. And that's probably not going to be too different next year. It just does sound like a year where there are a few very nice players. Michael Mayer of Notre Dame, Dalton Kincaid. Is that Utah? They're talking about him now yep, Utah. Ha- having a back injury. And there's a few others. It would be it'd be a cool year if if nothing else. It'd be a cool year to have your team be like kind of in the market to have that be a, a more of a conversation. And I can't imagine that it, there are going to be tight ends picked in, in round one. How, how many do you have going in round one? I think Remember? I had three going in round one. Yeah, like that's high. You had the Hawkinson Fant year. Like, and I don't, Kyle Pitts, and that's kind of Kyle and, and Pitts. That was, he was his own year, but top five. Though. That's I mean, about that it. was a special case, right? Yeah, Pitts. he was more of a receiver than a tight end. Yeah, but this year, I I think it's more like you you have that too, mm-hmm. and that's not us. It's not going to be us. And then there's running back, and a long time ago, like 15 minutes ago, I was thinking like, I made some sort of clickbait reference. I really do. I really do want to know like what every Bills fan that I end up in a conversation with here or anywhere. Like, what do you think of the idea of drafting a running back in the first round? I hate it. It would be written in blood on the walls in the field house to not do it. I would just have it you know, in the contract. Do not draft a running back. This team shouldn't draft one, I think, at all. I think you have enough competent options just that are flooding the market. It's, you know, I, for me – people it's subjective and would disagree and they told me they did last year but like how many times did I say last year Duke Johnson is the best running back on the team maybe 50 I meant it I really meant it at least it's a discussion and to some I ended up talking to it was laughable it was at least a discussion for me he's an accomplished player and here is a guy on their roster who basically was benched all year and the continuing effort to draft somebody new who's better just don't think that's the way to go so um, hopefully this is the first year in a while where they just pass. No <laughs> no pun intended. They just pass on running back. We just don't – let's not do that. I think Devin Singletary returning is a decent idea. I think, I think it's worth pondering, worth considering, because he's a decent player, not incredible, not bad, and, you know, he, he knows who you are, you know who he is. There are going to be better players available, like in free agency or in the first couple rounds of the draft, and I just would very much hope that they resist that temptation and spend their assets other ways. So the draft isn't this weekend, but the combine is, and there'll be, you know, (laughs) laugh if you want. There'll be news, right? There'll be news. Who's going to run, who's not? Linemen come in, defensive linemen, linebackers go in first. It's like the first day, whatever that is, Thursday maybe, is those guys. Yep. And then as the quarterbacks are Saturday, mm-hmm. I know. Quarterbacks, running back, and wide receivers are Saturday. And I did see, and maybe it was from Brett Coleman, I did see a tweet right before we came on, I think it was Brett, perhaps it was Brett, who said, this is the one week, this would be funny to talk about with Bulldog, this is the one week of the sort of the draft season where you can believe, where you can believe stuff. Because everybody's together, and they drink. I feel like most deals for the draft start here. It's it's like this week where yeah. all the GMs are together, everything. like It's just everything happens here, it feels like. That it's might, the Senior Bowl. That might. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Be right, but it gets out. This is the this, What I'm saying is this is the week where stuff gets out because they're all together and reporters are all there. So um, maybe this is a week where you can actually believe what you read in terms of this, this subject. All right, so today... Chad Dinaminesis, what should the Sabres do this week? The deadline is Friday. They are one point out, but they've won three straight, and it's interesting. Talk to Chad. Jeremy Kahn out of Baltimore on the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. We want to hit teams here as we go through the next couple of months, you know, talking about their rosters, their big stories. That's like quintessentially league-wide. It's the number one story perhaps right now is Lamar Jackson. So Jeremy Kahn from 106.7 in Baltimore. Sal at 5. And also Dan Leberfeld on the Jets late in the day. Maybe we'll hear from you. 803-0550 is the number. Want to get into the Sabres soon? Lots of different stuff uh, to talk about. Lots of different things to talk about today. And I've done some bills here for you to get us started. All right. Lines are open now. Mike Shope here. Bulldog is off this week. Thanks for listening to WGR. If he's 5'10", 190 pounds, and probably doesn't work out at all, and then Anthony Richardson has like a Cam Newton-esque workout, which I think is distinctly possible, then I think you will start to get a lot of those, hey, this guy should be the first overall pick because he has those high-caliber traits. Oh, baby. Chris Trapasso on WGR recently talking about Anthony Richardson of Florida. Yeah, eyes on him uh, this weekend. Bryce Young who is the likelier first quarterback taken, which is probably going to mean first pick of this draft, at least as of now, is not going to throw this weekend. And that, I guess, is to, was to be expected. Uh, but Richardson <laughs> Richardson is one of these, like, there are more and more of them, doesn't it seem like? Uh, just insane talent, quote, raw type players and... Who is dog enough for them? I love the idea of the Raiders for him. Not, you know, speaking as a Bills fan, but just for this draft. Like, what would be the perfect draft for storylines and intrigue? Like, if the Raiders... This is what I hope happens. I guess that's what I'm saying, right? That the Raiders shun Aaron Rodgers. That everybody does. Just just like, you know what? Not worth it. Too old. Headache. Too much money. Trade compensation. There's like every reason to not like the idea except for the fact that he's a legend and maybe still good. But I, I want teams to be like, no, this is a bad this is a bad play. So the Raiders, who pick seventh, I think, maybe like Chris is talking there, maybe that's too late for Richardson. It shouldn't be late, too late for quarterback four. If there's Will Levis, too. Like, I'd like to see the Raiders end up there with one of these guys and see what that amounts to. Put them in. Let's see what... Uh, what that is. I was thinking about, real quick, I'm going to get to the phones, but like Derek Carr, 
So Derek Carr is on the free agent circuit. There was a report today that he's not about to decide. This one today, <laughs> Bulldog would be proud. This one today is like everything. You could just tell who's doing the talking in this. I think it's Albert Breer, the story. Like, oh, he's not going to decide soon. Oh, really? Okay, well, that's what Carr wants you to think. And then when it comes to the section about the Jets, it's like, oh, the Jets could consider other options, even Ryan Tannehill and just, you know, doing the Lord's work. So Carr, like, I think Carr is a good idea for the Jets. Like, I I think if I were the Bills, that's the thing I would want least to have happen, would be Derek Carr there. I think you get years there, and he's okay. And they've got a good enough team where I think that could be really interesting. I mean, Rodgers, at best, is going to be short-term. They're not going to go with a rookie. Then we're on the Tannehill tier Next, like Carr is the one scenario. I doubt you're scared of the New York Jets listening to me talk about the possibility that Derek Carr is their quarterback going forward. But I think it's the best they can do. I think Carr is the best they can do. And they are perfectly in the moment in time where you do that. He doesn't have to say yes, but this is why I have a bet with Bulldog that Carr gets a good contract. There are other teams who could want him, and I think the Jets have no better play unless it's Rodgers, which I just think... You know, come on, let's be better. Is Derek Carr better than Aaron Rodgers right now? That's a tough argument. But I like the Carr idea the most for them. Here's Jim on WGR. Hi, Jim. Good afternoon, Mike. What's up? Um, I had two quick points about the Bills. Um, first of all, I think, and this may be over oversimplifying, <clears throat> excuse me, but I think they need to focus on offense. I think in the grand scheme of things, it's easier for you to control what you do on offense versus what you do on defense. And I think a better offense with an average to above average defense would be a winning uh, combination. And the other thing is real quick is that Brandon Bean in the last few years has always fallen in love with trading back and getting extra picks and getting extra picks. And I see that when you're trying to build a team, but I think now where the bills are at, you're not building, you need to make the move. And I think now's the time to package one of those day two or day three picks that he's so in love with to move up to get that guy, whether it's a receiver or your tight end or whatever the piece is that you need offensively. I don't think hoping it falls to you on day two, I don't think that's a great tactic with the team the way it's structured right now. You're eating into Josh Allen's career. You know, Diggs is getting older. you got to start making that move now. And I think that's a couple things that they need to do in my opinion, going forward. Well, what what, what are you thinking of when you think they have some reputation for trading down? Like, that's James Cook, but is there a single other move? Well, I'm just saying over the years. It's Me too. Been, I, I, I'm, also, I'm also saying over the years. I mean, go back to, like, when Mahomes came into the league, okay? They, the Bills were at that well, pick. They traded down twice. They got... Trey White. Okay, that's good. They traded. They traded down once for Trey White. That's right. That was Bean was not here. Okay, well that was a, a hybrid where Look, they, was here, but they, was the other guy. They, they've traded up a bunch of times. They traded up for Shakir. Like Jim, the, if they have a reputation for either, it's trading up, not down. Like you could want them to trade up, but don't say they haven't done it. Well, Mike. Okay, maybe what I need to be better spoken is trade up early. They trade up in the later rounds. And they seem to get value, and that's fine. I just think now, if there's a receiver out there that you need, and you clearly had a gap at that two receiver after Diggs, then I think now is the time to trade up early in the draft. Later, yes, they've been doing that, and they've gotten value, and I agree with that. They've done it early too. I mean, you didn't misspeak. You said that they have they they have to stop trading down. They haven't been trading down though. That's just it's just incorrect. You want them to trade up? I don't. You may not know this. I've said it a billion times, but that is not my formula in fact there haven't been five things i can think of that i've criticized this regime for in terms of management and roster structure they've roster structure they've done so well but there have cody ford was trade up zay jones was trade up like that's early rounds you're saying they haven't done that i can name names of course they've done that and i want to see less of that i want to see that practice stop period last year did I mean, year to year, it doesn't have to just be like they have a new philosophy or a new mantra. <laughs> Last year, they didn't they didn't trade up. Well, they did. They did trade up for Elam, actually. Two spots. Yes, they did, yeah. Jim, come on. We're, t- we're watching here. They did trade They traded up for Elam. 
I can't even have a conversation with trade up guy because you're missing the most obvious thing there is about the draft. It is provable. You're probably not going to hear it said too often because I don't know. We just we can't face it. But that's actually not a joke. We can't face it because so much of the media machinery when it comes to the draft is some actual ability to determine which ones will be the good players that does not exist. (laughs) There is a certain inability to do that that should be accepted. And teams act like they know when they don't. And the media act accordingly, often, usually, anyway, they act accordingly and play along. It really just isn't... No, none of that is a good idea. I'm sorry, no offense, I don't mean this personally. None of that is a good idea. Like, you, the Bills are not a team that has this reputation you claim they have. They have more the opposite. And what you said, though, like, I'll just, I'll relax. What you said, though, is you want them, this is a year to trade up for a receiver. And I I can't be duplicitous about this. I think, again, that they need a receiver, but I do not want it that way. Because it uh, it implies that you know you are willing to give up an extra player for like to, to show this knowledge that is not real that a certain guy is the one. And so I don't and I I'm not being like this is not I'm not changing my story. I did not blame them last year for not getting one of those those six, the big six, if you will, in the first round, because they were taken. And so you do the next thing. And that was Elam. They traded up for Shakir. Like <laughs> It's a long list of guys. Shakir was a, they traded a sixth to move up twenty spots in the fifth round. In the fifth round, like who do you think you are? Knowing and then they didn't use him. Like he so they traded up for him and he was good and he sat. Come on, like what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? No, don't 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 tell me they have to stop trading down the Bills. Yikes. All right, thanks for the call, Jim. Here's Dan next. Hi, Dan. Hey, Mike. Actually, I think it's been way more interesting on draft days uh, as opposed to previous years. But what I don't like is that we never have faith in our rookies. We do go up and we trade up for these guys. We trade up for Shakirs. But then they just ride the bench. and They're not given the opportunity that they need to. That's the only knock I have on this regime when it comes to drafting. Okay, thanks. 803-0550 803-0550 is the number. Chad Dedeminisis on the Sabres coming up in uh, in 20 minutes. I'll just give you, uh, here's my Sabres uh, stance as we enter trade deadline week here. So, interesting times. I mean, a great weekend. Timo Meyer traded to the Devils. The Leafs making moves. The Leafs and the Lightning seem like they're playing ping pong, just trying to firm up their rosters to beat the other. They know they're playing each other. So, like, it's a tough first round, again, here in in this division for those teams. Um, I'm really impressed with the Sabre season and with what, what I think I know about how they operate in terms of the front office. I think we're, really, we're in a really good place with them. And... You know, we've had in here, you know, numerous conversations by now about, so what about the trade deadline? Like, is it time to push? I don't know what they'll do, but at the risk of a, of being sort of annoying here or a buzzkill, I, I think the more I see these trades like Meyer to the Devils and what Toronto is up to and Tampa and others, I just think the better play is to just play it slow. I would like it a lot if the Sabres traded for two or three, as many as two or three role player types, you know, especially at least one defenseman. And, you know, not any kind of a household name, not a big contract or anything, but somebody that their data shows them that is better than the role he's in, than the team he's on, how how they value him. These are the, the... the, the so-called smart moves. And that is like, Meyer's gone now, but, or Chikrin, it's just not the right time for it, I think. 
Meyer was different because Meyer was somebody you might want to invest long term in, but it was still only might. He doesn't have a contract past next year. So it would still be like a commitment you would be choosing to make. And I think once you make that trade, you're choosing to make it. And that's going to be New Jersey now. But it's just, for me, the the conference is too stacked. Like Boston, Carolina, best case scenario is probably one of those teams. Or the Devils. Like the Devils could catch Carolina. But Toronto and Tampa, like it's, you're doing fine. I want to I want to see them end the drought too. Maybe they'll end up doing it like the Bills did where I mean the, the Sabres have better metrics this year than that Bills team did. The Bills team was a fluke. But they did it and it changed everything. It took all the pressure off, you know, going forward for Sean McDermott. Like it wasn't an 18th year without the playoffs. It should have been, but it was a they they did it. And so that story just went away. The black cloud, you know, went away. And it had to have made life easier for them in, in different ways. And I think that's true of the Sabres, too. Why wouldn't it be? So if if they can get in with the team they have, then uh, that's a great day and a great result, no matter what happens in the playoffs. You're, you're going to be a big underdog against anybody you would face. would love to see it happen. The teams around them are not so good where this has to be at all out of reach. Like, it's right there. They are maybe about a coin flip. To make it, so that's good. But dra- high draft picks, second up. Um, anybody that you've drafted high that's coming up, the Rochester guys last year's three ones. I'm not thinking that way. I I've listened to it. We've talked about it. We've talked it out. You know, maybe it's time to do it. You can't dress them all. <laughs> eventually, I don't think you're going to be faced with that. And if you get to a point where they're all too good then you can figure out a trade at that time, you know, do something down the road. But I am not, like, anxious. Eager is good, nervous, or good, whatever, and anxious is bad, the same thing. I, I'm not anxious about, uh, you know, the possibility of the Sabres not making, like, an important deal here uh, this week. I'm, I'm eager to see whether they can get in with what they have and, of course, what they'll do. But I'm telling you, I'm not pushing for anything. I think... I think the the top of the conference is too strong for me to want to act like I'm making a move that would really kind of have to be I want I could need to beat somebody in the playoffs. I'm going to do something big like that. Like Meyer maybe would have been that. Oh, what are the Sabres thinking here? Like they can beat the Bruins or they can beat Carolina. Then you have another guy on a big contract going forward. I'm not mad that they didn't get him. It would have been interesting, maybe really good, but I'm okay. Like, I just want to, I'm taking sort of a, I reserve the right to change my mind, but for now, as deadline week uh, gets going, at least in terms of our show and our conversations, I'm not really looking for a lot. I'm neither expecting a lot, but nobody's telling me uh, what their plans are. Chad Dinaminesis, I mean, a, a downright authority on all this stuff, players, strategy, everything. He'll join me at four and we'll talk this uh, through in more depth. Also today, Ravens, Jeremy Kahn of Baltimore, Sal Capaccio, and Dan Leberfeld on the Jets. Thanks for being along. This is Mike Shope. Bulldog is off this week. This is WGR. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mike Shope. Bulldog is off this week. It should be a really interesting week. Interesting enough to... Forced me to settle for not being able to do fantasy talk the entire week. Uh, Interesting like that, to say the least, to say the least, but that's fine. Always happy to get fantasy questions, like through Twitter or email or something. Some of you call in sometimes, you hear me use the F word and they call in. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P. P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. 
Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. They want to know if I would protect Cam, uh, you know, Christian Kirk in their league for a fourth round. I, I can't do that in here. I'd love to. I'd love to do that with all 24 hours of the day. Uh, not really going to be the, the fit we're looking for. But you can email me, shope at WGR550.com or at Shope Talk on Twitter. And I like answering the fantasy questions when they come up. Um, we're going to do some hockey here. Top of the hour, Chad D. Domenesis. Then a little bit on the Ravens with Jeremy Kahn. Interesting week. Why? Trade deadline in hockey is Friday afternoon. The Combine in Indianapolis this week. There'll be a lot of developments around the NFL. Carson Wentz was just released like 20 minutes ago. By Washington, that's not surprising. Matt Ryan will probably also be cut in Indianapolis. Wentz was an easy one, a lot of money, but they could get out free. So that was definitely going to happen. I think Wentz, I'll ask myself, is Wentz going to be a starter in the NFL this year for somebody at the beginning of the season? I think no. But I think he's probably on a roster and could easily end up being somebody that gets in games you know, depending on what happens on whatever, whatever team that is. Might be wanting to find a team where there's no pressure on him and he's in the background, then maybe the starting position's a little bit soft. So he's out in Washington after one year there. Real quick, did you guys see the Rangers coach talk about the spitting incident yesterday? So a Rangers player, Miller, was ejected for spitting at Drew Doughty. Like, you could see it on camera that he did it. And Gerard Gallant, this was embarrassing, (laughs) after the game, he's asked about it, and he just goes round and round with himself on how he, you know, I I didn't see it. Early on in the answer, he's like, I didn't see it. I assume it happened, but I didn't see it happen. Like, he sort of gives, gives it to you that it probably did. The spitting probably did happen. They did review it and see it, and toss him. That's pretty good evidence, you know, usually. Because uh, that's not something you'd toy around with, like sort of make up. So he's like, he's a mess. He's like, well, I didn't see it, you know, but it probably happened, but it, I didn't see it happen, so I can't really. And he just nervously avoided any sort of real actual take the whole time, and it was just embarrassing. Not not in not in merely a, a way, just like a, in terms of communication skills, but in just like you can't say that it's wrong to do it. Like you can't actually say that it's your player. I know, but it really is so bad of an idea for the head coach of a team to call that deplorable. Like he really just couldn't do that because he didn't see it. Coaches get away with so much, starting with our head coach, with John McDermott, with the Bills. Like, they get away with so much because they can tell you that they didn't see a thing. We sit around after games asking coaches what they thought of a certain, and, you know, if it's not really a question he wants to answer, he'll just say, well, I I have to see the film. Like, I I don't want to talk about that. They, They get away with not having to criticize their own guys. And, like, I of course I understand why they don't want to do that. But man, sometimes it's just embarrassing. Like you couldn't as a as a guy who's been in the NHL for decades like Gallant, you couldn't just simply maybe he did later and I don't know, but I watched a long soundbite of him tying himself up with how he didn't see it. So I really I can't tell you guys. I didn't see it. So I didn't really can't really tell you guys over and over and over. You can't just actually sit in a room of adults and say that any player spitting at another player is deplorable. You, you can't do that because he's on your team. You know, that sucks. And hopefully he knows it. Like, hopefully he went back to it for his sake. In, in terms, in my opinion, hopefully he goes back to his coach's office and be like, damn, like, I just, I just blew that. I mean, I can't, 
just protect the player, I guess. But man, that was bad. How many things are more obvious in sports where you can say like that is deplorable than this? You know, like anything sort of racial and offensive, spitting. There are certain. It's not tripping, <laughs> hooking. Like there are certain infractions where yeah, you might have a different opinion. These are ones where you cannot have a different opinion. If it's your team, then it's your team. Own it. And this guy could not find the the inner strength to say it. And that was just terrible. So I needed to say that today. Holy cow. Not too often am I watching NHL coach press conferences, but in the mornings now, my daughter's playing hockey, and I put NHL on the fly on so she can see highlights and stuff. And I got this gallant just embarrassing. Chad D. Domenesis next on a big week for the Sabres. This is Mike Shope on WGR. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.